Is global travel and tourism really supporting Ukraine? Most of the world is in a state of shock after witnessing the brutal attack by Russia on Ukraine. The Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, someone who knows how to maneuver in show business showed he has what it takes to also lead his country. The Ukrainian people had been resisting Russia with everything they got and more. The human tragedy is already beyond comprehension, creating the largest refugee crisis the world ever experienced. In the lifetime of most people, global peace has never been that fragile at this time. Global leaders everywhere are trying to find a solution to this crisis, but action is under the control of one unstoppable man by the name of Vladimir Putin. Tourism is a custodian of peace and has a role in this process. Perhaps this role is bigger than most people want to admit. Peace through tourism is now more than a nice phrase everyone in the world can agree to. IIPT needs to speak out strong. Tourism is a people-to-people business. After all, the war in Ukraine is not a war between the Ukrainian and Russian people, but a war about government interests. Even with crippling sanctions in place against Russia, with horrifying video coverage from Ukraine, the world has not managed to stop Moscow. It's understandable, Russia may have felt squeezed by NATO. For Russia to justify taking this frustration to the brink of WWIII, by committing unspeakable war crimes should be beyond comprehension by any decent human being. Stopping Russia's economy from affording the war is a valid and desperate approach for the world to respond. Obviously, nuclear war is not a solution for any country. Unfortunately, sanctions will only work if the world is united. The reality is, that this world is far from speaking out with one voice. Propaganda, misinformation, and the eight years of civil war killing so many innocent citizens in the Donbass region in Ukraine are painting a very confusing picture of the situation. The picture is full of myths, fake media reports, and conspiracies. The World Travel and Tourism Council WTTC, supports peace but has not clearly spoken out for a boycott of Russia. WTTC last week discussed the Ukraine situation in its member task force meeting. WTTC members include the largest travel companies in the world. SCAL is promoting doing business amongst friends and is involved in a number of great humanitarian efforts for Ukraine. SCAL however is hesitating to make a clear statement condemning Russia but is calling for peace and diplomacy. UNWTO is waiting for a vote on expelling Russia from the World Tourism Organization. The newly founded World Tourism Network has taken a clear stand with its Stream.Travel initiative. WTN's position is that staying neutral is not an option. World Tourism Network however is against travel restrictions, realizing that in times of conflict an exchange between ordinary people can be an important contribution to peace. WTN's position is to support a boycott against Russia if this is clearly helping the victim, Ukraine, to survive. The Estate Agency for Tourism Development of Ukraine has demonstrated the need for this boycott in documents provided and in MO with WTN. The sanctions are supposed to cripple Russia's economic resources needed to afford the war against Ukraine. Many travel companies contribute to the human cause in Ukraine with money. Marriott donated more than a million dollars, but Marriott hotels in Russia are operating. U.S. hotel companies including Marriott, Hyatt, Wyndham, Hilton, and Radisson among hotel groups operating in Russia at this time. This is despite the U.S. is leading the economic sanctions against the Russian Federation. It appears business is doing well for travel companies in countries that stay neutral or are on the Russian side. There is a long list of countries Russian tourists are welcome to visit.
Turkish Airlines is making up lost revenue after COVID by keeping Russia on the map. Ironically, Turkey is also a member of NATO. There is Israel, a country that officially condemned Russia. El Al, the national airline of the Jewish state is still operating sold-out flights between Tel Aviv and Moscow. Israel has a high percentage of Russian and also Ukrainian residents. Etihad, Emirates, and Qatar Airways are doing very well in connecting Russia with the rest of the world. With Western Airlines out of the picture, air connectivity is shifting even more to a route through Istanbul, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Dar es Salaam, or Doha. The United Arab Emirates and Qatar voted with abstention at the UN on the question of whether Russia was to be kicked out from the UN Human Rights Commission. Lufthansa, British Airways, Japan Airlines, and most other carriers from European and many Asian countries that have sanctions in place against Russia are adding hours of expensive detours between Europe and Asia to avoid the now illegal Russian airspace. There is Air China, another Star Alliance airline, China Southern Airlines, and China Eastern Airlines. They are owned by the Chinese government and connect Russia with destinations in North America, Europe, Asia, Australia, and beyond that voiced full support for Ukraine. China supports Russia. Chinese airlines now have a clear time advantage in connecting to Europe. They are allowed to use Russian airspace cutting hours on many flights. Star Alliance is headquartered in Germany. Germany is a clear supporter of Ukraine. 22 countries are standing behind Russia based on their UN votes. Algeria Belarus Bolivia Burundi Central African Republic China Cuba Democratic PR of Korea North Korea Eritrea Ethiopia Gabon Iran Kazakhstan Kyrgyzstan Laos Mali Nicaragua Syria Tajikistan Uzbekistan Vietnam Zimbabwe What is the solution for the global travel and tourism industry? The travel sector must speak with one voice. WTTC will have its global summit in Manila, Philippines from April 20-22. Some of the most influential and wealthiest private industry leaders will attend the event with government ministers. Some are from countries that voiced a neutral stand in the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Does it mean a neutral approach by the global travel and tourism industry is on the horizon? If this was the case, what would this look like with so many major players in the private industry and from countries that support Ukraine 100%? After COVID-19 is taking a secondary role, a strong relaunch of global travel is essential for this sector. This relaunch is already a reality in many tourism-dependent regions, including the Caribbean and Hawaii for example. A sustainable and long-lasting relaunch however needs peace.